This is Palm Sunday, and as some of you may know, we're broadcasting our sermons on the internet. We have a podcast on iTunes. So for all of those who are tuning in, those who couldn't be with us, like Jen and Sally, we'll, why don't we just kind of talk about what happened first, okay? So we all had a big parade, right? Was that fun? And what, what are these? Do you know what these are called? These are colors, they're streamers, multicolored streamers. And we made noise and we had palms because that is how Jesus came into Jerusalem. So every year they had the Passover in Jerusalem and people would come from miles and miles around and this is before they had cars so they had to walk. And they looked forward to this time because they could see all their friends. It's like you can't walk to people's houses, right? So when you come to church, you get to see all your friends. And they called Jesus a king. What would you think a king would ride ride if there weren't any cars? What would a king ride? Go ahead, Andrew. A camel, maybe a big camel. What else would a king ride? A horse, a really big, beautiful horse, right? Well, Jesus rode on a donkey, didn't he? So he's maybe a different kind of king. Now, if you were king and somebody wasn't doing what you want them to do, what would you do? Pardon? Or queen. Or, or queen, yes, thank you. <laughs> you would think that I would be saying king or queen by this point in my career. <laughs> you saw a ladybug. Oh dear. Well, everyone's welcome at St. Peter's. Oh, awesome. All right, so kings and queens, what we expect from a king or a queen is that they have power. And they can make people do whatever they want because they can give orders, right? And sometimes they have guards and they give orders and then people do what they want. Well, Jesus was not that kind of king. Jesus was a king who, who showed love to everybody. It was very, very different. Naila, were you going to say something? You would probably just leave them alone if they weren't doing what you wanted them to do. That's, that would be like what Jesus would do, right? Because Jesus showed love to everybody and didn't force people to do things. So he's a very, very different kind of king. So what we did today was we had this parade. And then what happened after the parade? Jesus went into Jerusalem and what happened to Jesus? Did you hear the story? Do you, did, did you hear what happened to Jesus? He got up on a cross, right? So the people captured Jesus because he was causing a big commotion in the town. And they didn't want the people rising up against the Roman government who was oppressing the people. So they didn't like this guy. He was creating all these problems. So they captured him. And at the time, what they did with people that they didn't like is they nailed him to a cross. And then Jesus died on the cross. And so that's what we're here talking about today is that uh, it's very sad when we take something that's very loving and, and we try to destroy it. So that's what we think about today. And next week we kind of will hear the end of the story. But today what I'd love to have all of you do is I have a crown for each and every one of you. And I'd like you to stay up here and color the crown in a way you think Jesus' crown would look like. So maybe it wouldn't have jewels on it. Maybe it might have a... What, what represents love? What do we use? Ashley? The cross. The cross represents love. Very good. What else? A heart. A heart. Did you have something else? Um, it, it was broken down. 
uh, both, both of what they said. Good. So I'm going to hand out crowns and I'm going to ask you guys to color your own crowns because I have more explaining to do to your parents, okay, because they need more help with this. All right. So here's some crayons. Come on over here. I'm going to give everybody a crown. And why don't we put these crayons in the middle? You can put the ladybug down. Yeah, that would be good. about ladybugs. Okay. Everyone take a crown. Who needs a crown? Okay. Everyone take a crown. Can you get a crown? And let's color the crowns like Jesus would have worn a crown. Because Jesus is our king. And Jesus is definitely... Your, your head's too big? Now, there could be worse things. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. You can color it for a younger member, potentially. Here we go. Palm Sunday, we celebrate beginning with this joyous parade where Jesus is recognized as the king, the one who's gone out and saved people and healed people and shown love to people. And then we walk the way of the cross on Palm Sunday. For most of us, we may not have an opportunity to attend Holy Week ser services, so it's important that we retell the story of the crucifixion. And Jesus is up on the cross, and he gets taunted. He says, come down, come down from the cross, save yourself. And there are many times in my spiritual life where I say, I want to say, save me, God save me. Come down from that cross and save me. We live in a world of superheroes. Spider-Man, Batman, name me some other superheroes. Wolverine. Cyclops. The X-Men. We live in a world where people want to overcome evil. We want to be saved by a strong force, no matter what happens. And we beg Jesus to come down from the cross, but he does not come down. He stays on the cross. And in the middle of that, he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And how many times have we been in a situation where we've, we've just had it and we feel abandoned by our friends, people around us, and certainly then by God? And from the very words of God's Son, we hear, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This is why I'm Christian. Because I need to worship a God that has experienced what we all experience in life. Betrayal. Abandon, abandonment. Helplessness. We live in a world where sometimes it's difficult to see where the presence of God is. We picked up the paper yesterday and on the front page we see 13 people were killed in Binghamton. Mass murder. Immigrants who had come to this country and were taking their tests for citizenship. And we wonder, where is God? God allows us to make choices. We all have free will. We are free to exercise those choices in the world. And when we hear of things, of tragedies, like what happened in Binghamton, like what happened at the Oklahoma City bombing, like what happened on 9-11, we wonder, where is God? Well, for, for this parish, we have been studying the Lord's Prayer 
during the season of Lent. And the last line is what is on for the sermon today. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And the Lord's Prayer, that line, is where God is in the midst of some of our poor choices and bad decisions. That this is God's kingdom. That this earth, this world, this creation that surrounds us comes from God. That God is present in this world through the Holy Spirit with us in the midst of the worst possible moments trying to bring forth God's kingdom. God's kingdom happens with our cooperation. And so we come together as a community to remind ourselves that we may be at points where we're shouting, crucify him, crucify him. Yet God is working anyway, sometimes in ways we can't understand, sometimes in ways we don't see, sometimes in ways that we just can't imagine. But this is God's kingdom. We pray for the kingdom to come. And on the last sentence of that prayer, we acknowledge that it's God's kingdom. We acknowledge God's power is love, which may not match what our own idea of power is. God's power is love. And through love, we see the glory of God. To end this part of the liturgy today, I have a video of Patti LaBelle singing the Lord's Prayer right after 9-11. And she, that was when the towers fell in New York. Remember that? When the Twin Towers, that's right. Yes, because the plane went into the towers and it was very, very sad. And what she does in this is she talks about that 9-11 had just happened. She has a frog in her throat. Please forgive her. But listen carefully when she sings the last line. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The producers and the people, if I could do another song. And it's a, I have to be real. I don't know if I can sing it today because I got the frog choking me, I'm hoarse. But I'm gonna sing this my way, whatever way it comes out. If I miss that certain note, I don't care. Because this is something that I'm so um, not happy to sing it because it's what it's, the world is about today. It's, it's just in such a sad, bad place. After September 11, it seemed as though people started living and loving and trying to like each other a little more. We should have been doing this before September 11th. It shouldn't be. Every 25th of December shouldn't be. One of those days that you give gifts and you give love and you give all. It should be every day of the year. So September 11th woke us all up. And it's so, so, so real. So I was listening to a show, 48 Hours, I think. And the uh, gentleman who was about to t attack the terrorists... He called 911 on his cell phone and said, um, Miss, could you call my wife? Her name is Lisa. And she said, oh, that's my name. And then he said to her, I'm about to do what I have to do. And so he said, before I do this, would you recite the Lord's Prayer with me? And so she did. And this is a song that I've been singing for years. 
at funerals and shows. I just sing it because I love the song. I'm recording the song for my gospel CD that I'm working on now. It's called The Lord's Prayer. Give our debt all. 